welcome to today's almost daily devotional. We are continuing in Acts. Um, we're going to be in the eighth chapter. So we just finished the story where uh, Stephen is called up in front of this the church councils on false charges. He's brought up on false charges um, so that they can punish him for speaking about telling about the word of God. And so we are um, in the immediate aftermath of the stoning of Stephen after Stephen gets uh, punished for for believing in God, basically, telling the story of God. Um, and this is what happens after that. At that time, the church in Jerusalem began to be subjected to vicious harassment. Everyone except the apostles were scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. Some pious men buried Stephen and deeply grieved over him. Saul began to wreak havoc against the church. Entering one house after another, he would drag off both men and women and throw them into prison. Those who had been scattered moved on, preaching the good news along the way. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and began to preach Christ to them. The crowds were united by what they had heard Philip say, and the signs they saw him perform, and they gave him their undivided attention. With loud shrieks, unclean spirits came out of many people, and many who were paralyzed or crippled were healed. There was great rejoicing in the city. Before Philip's arrival, a certain man named Simon had practiced sorcery in that city and baffled the people of Samaria. He claimed to be a great person. Everyone from the least to the greatest gave him their undivided attention and referred to him as the power of God called great. He had their attention because he had baffled them with sorcery for a long time. After they came to believe Philip, who preached the good news about God's kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Even Simon himself came to believe and was baptized. Afterward, he became one of Philip's supporters. As he saw firsthand the signs and great miracles that were happening, he was astonished. So it's important to see a couple of things in the early church. First, they were under a real persecution. They were really under persecution. People were literally killing them. Saul who would become Paul, was walking around, dragging people from their homes and throwing them in, into jail. And Roman jail was not a, was not a nice place to be. Um, you know, we think of jail as not being a great place to be now, but Roman jails were a really not nice place to be. And it doesn't really even sound like he was checking to see if they were Christians first. He was just acting on supposition and going and dragging them out of town. And so it was a dangerous time to be telling the story of God. And yet they... So they scattered. They went out where they needed to be anyway, into Samaria. Now, Samaria was enemy territory. Samaritans and um, Jerusalem people did not get along well. They had different belief systems. They had different ideas about who God was and how to worship God. And yet they went anyway. And we hear that when Philip went to Samaria, he uh, encountered a sorcerer, a guy who's walking around doing magic, claiming to be the voice of God. And all the Samaritans were baffled because magic is cool. I like a magic show, right? I want to, I like David Copperfield just as much as the next person, right? Um, but they were baffled by the sorcery. And so when Philip went and started performing miracles, it seemed at first like that's the same. They, they were doing the same thing, like these miracles were like magic. And yet we see a we see a big difference between magic and miracles. 
we see a big difference between what Simon claimed it to be doing and what the disciples were actually doing. You see, the disciples changed lives. The disciples' actions led to change, meaningful change. They weren't just tricks. They weren't get quick, get fixed quick schemes. They weren't easy solutions to difficult problems. It was the disciples doing the hard work and changing lives forever. Because that's the truth, that when we experience God for real, when we have the experience of God in our life, when we are meaningfully involved in a community of God, our life is changed. It's different. It doesn't make it easier. It doesn't make it, um, the obstacles go away. It's not an easy promise, but it does make it so that our life is different, that we're no longer chased by our unclean spirits, that we have a place and a God who works with us to help us get better every day. And that's so much better than a magic show. Real change, real miracles, real God action. It's way better than magic.